Hello, and welcome to the Landis Cooperative Experience, featuring the bull bear banter. We all know that markets often behave in a way that can't easily be explained. The bull bear banter is our best effort to digest the noise of the marketplace. So thank you for joining us. Sit back, relax, and let's talk about the markets. Hello, this is Tom Guinan, and I want to welcome you to the June 28th episode of the bull bear banter. Today I'm joined by Cheyenne Dunham, and I'd like to thank both her and Reese Drenth for taking care of the podcast the last couple of weeks while I played hooky. So Cheyenne, how about a rundown of the grain markets? Well, Tom, September corn lost about 19 cents today. It closed at 4.26 and a half. December corn also lost about 19 cents. It went down to 4.32. Both slipped off about 21 cents from where they left off last week. Looking at beans, August closed up almost 11 cents at 904 and a half, and November closed up again just about 11 cents at 923, and both of those were about 4 cents off of where they left off last Friday. So overall, down for the week, even though beans ended in the green today. Thanks, Cheyenne. It's not too hard to figure out what the big story is this week, with all of the action we saw today after the USDA report was released. As I was watching the CBOT at 11 o'clock and just after, I couldn't decide if I should talk about it like watching a yo-yo or more like one of those movies titled The Fast and the Furious. I think it was a little bit of both. Prior to the report, both corn and beans were trading about 3 to 4 cents higher. Immediately after the report, corn was up 10 to 12 and beans were up about 6 to 8. But then within a minute or two, corn was negatives and beans had also fallen back a little bit. Then corn was up double digits again and beans moved higher again too. But by about 11.30, corn was trading down more than 20 cents, and beans were holding their own up about 7. And then, around noon or maybe a little after, 12.30 or so, corn was down the limit of 25 cents. So it's been kind of a strange day today. So I think with the way this market has moved today, I'd like to change our format just a little bit. Instead of our normal back and forth on bull bear factors, why don't you just go through everything corn-related, and then I'll do the same thing with beans, okay? Yep, sounds good to me. At the end of the day today, it's easiest to focus on the negatives for corn. The pre-report estimates showed an expected range for planted acres between 82 million and almost 90 million acres, with an average estimate of about 88.66. The actual number released by USDA was 91.7, or almost 2 million above the high end of the range, and more than 5 million acres above the average. That is what eventually was the focus of the market for the rest of the day. However, the good news from today's report for corn was that the estimated June 1 stocks were at 5.2 billion bushels toward the low end of the range and below the average estimate of 5.33. This indicates a little better demand so far this year than many thought. Another interesting piece of news is that the USDA intends to survey the entire Corn Belt again prior to the August report. While not unprecedented, it is rare to resurvey everyone. Occasionally, we'll see a state or two resurveyed, but not the entire country. This information was released a little after noon and brought corn off of the lows when for a while we were limit lower, like you'd mentioned. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened there. It was kind of good. We were we were kind of kicking around earlier in the day. Is there an asterisk in this report we haven't caught yet? And I think that was the one that came out that kind of, like you said, pushed us up off the low. So that was good to see. Well, for soybeans, I think that the uh, very low acreage number at 80 million acres, that's a million below the low end of expectations and more than 3 million below the average estimate. The government has all but shouted to the farmers, stop planting soybeans, and it seems like farmers have been listening. For comparison, remember that the initial acreage number for soybeans last year in 2018 was a record at 89 million acres, so we're down a good 10% from a year ago. On stocks, kind of the same thing as corn, soybeans are below the average estimate and near the lower end of the range. 
pegged at 1.79 billion, that also shows a little better demand than most were thinking. There was a news report earlier today about sales of soybeans to China for the current crop year at 544,000 metric tons. That number is quite a bit larger than most were expecting, so that's good to see. Uh, again, on the bearish side for beans, I think the thing we're going to continue to watch is this African swine fever in China and other parts of the world. I think that's going to continue to have a direct impact on soybean and especially soybean meal demand. Time will tell, but I think it's going to impact us for quite a while. We're also going to be near or at that 1 billion bushel of ending stocks for this crop year. But the good news, I think, with this lower acreage report is that we'll see a decrease in that 1 billion for this time next year at the end of the 1920 crop year. So that's good. So again, we like to talk about why this matters. It's easy to get caught up with these lower corn prices, but we're trying to remind people that as little as a month and a half ago, many, if not most of you, would have gladly sold all of your old crop corn for $4. We're still there at most of our locations, so don't lose sight of that. Even with this setback, we're at pretty good levels for corn. New crop values are also better than most of you expected. Yes, perhaps we'll see a little uptick over the next week or so, with the expected heat, but for the most part, in many of our areas, we're seeing and hearing of our crops that are awfully good considering all that you've had to deal with so far this year. And as far as what to watch for, um, you mentioned weather, and I think that's gonna be the, the driver for the next few weeks here. As we head into this normal pollination period, I think many will be keeping a very close eye on the forecast and the actual results. Yes, we're gonna have some hot temps, but it also sounds like some areas will be getting a little bit of rain to go along with that. Let's just hope it's not too severe of weather. Next week is the 4th of July, so the board will be closed on Thursday. And I always think that this is one of the first times that many of these traders get a chance to see the crops for themselves. Spend a little time out of Chicago. Go see Dad's or Grandpa's farm and really get a chance to assess the crops instead of just reading about it or seeing pictures. Then when they come back, they use that first-hand knowledge to guide them over the next few weeks as they pick up more information. We'll see what that brings, but it always feels to me like they come back with a sense that, hey, this crop's going to be all right after all. And another thing that I'd like you to kind of keep in mind and something to watch for. Next week, we'll be rolling out a special with our grain and agronomy teams that will be focused on the benefits of using a fungicide. So stay tuned for those announcements and or talk with your FSA or GMA about it. So Tom, the last couple weeks with this tweet of the week, I've really been struggling to find something that was humorous and entertaining, which was kind of my goal when I started this. But sure. I think I finally nailed one today after spending a little bit of time looking. So this one, I'm just going to quote it and then we can maybe talk a little bit about it, but it's, Hey, anyone need any August corn puts? They're in like new condition, only an hour old. So yeah, I think that's a good one. So we did talk to some guys ahead of the report coming out about, you know, they were doing a little option action there, but kind of entertaining, but also kind of a good reminder that this is a good time to be using those option strategies. It's really easy to get caught up in um, how quick this thing moves, and you've just got to kind of be on your toes. That's why we push offers a lot, and we really think that's the thing that we should uh, be looking at and trying to get you folks to do. So in conclusion, we appreciate you joining us for the Bull Bear Banter as part of Landis Cooperative Experience podcast. We look forward to your comments and questions. Just drop us an email at podcast at landiscooperative.com. I think today was a good example of the tagline we've been using for a while now. Bears make money, bulls make money, and pigs just go to market. If you have any questions regarding grain marketing decisions, please reach out to your area grain marketing advisor. Thanks for listening, and I think we'll both be back here next week. Mm-hmm.